Well, hello, hello in the darkers. Another rainy day. So that makes it just extra special. I got to take the day off and really concentrating on some really good cleaning today. Um, definitely can tell fall's coming because I am just, it's like my biological clock just comes alive in the fall and I just want to do all this stuff. I want to decorate. I want to clean. I want to just get in there and just do all this neat stuff and I get all this energy. I love working. I don't know what happens to me in the fall, but something really comes alive in me. It's really strange. Fall and winter and I'm just, boy, just in my glory. Um, so I'm just, I'm having a good day today, just doing a lot of stuff, cleaning and, you know, just getting things, actually moved some furniture around, which is really cool. Changed the feng shui a little bit of everything, but, um, I'm kind of all comfy cozy here with my tea and my robe and getting ready to tell you guys some things about mermaids, like I promised. So my daughter sent me a video a couple of weeks ago. And the video was about this man that's a fisherman. He's a deep sea fisherman. And he does it for a living. And in the video, he claims it's, of course, not fake and it's 100% real. He's hearing very loud, melodious singing. And it's, right, it's while he's at sea at nighttime. He's far out and he's on a ship that's pretty tall. Um, it's a pretty big ship. You can see the boat and see, you can see that he's at sea, obviously, and you can see that it's nighttime and you can see his face and you can hear this. It's not singing. Um, it's more like very eerie, loud humming, but it's pretty. It's more like a chanting, I guess. So this brought up the mermaid topic when she sent this to me and I've always been fascinated with mermaids, um, mermaids and vampires and like spirits, like ghosts or spirits, whatever, have always been my top three, my top three favorites. Um, I've just always been fascinated with them. I don't know if you guys remember, but some episodes back, I talked about an incident where some scientists were deep sea diving. They were investigating like under the ocean and they were in one of those ships um, one of those big, it, it's like a, God, it almost looks like a helicopter that you pilot underwater, but you get way down in with this thing. They're going really deep with these uh, different devices they're riding in or whatever they're called. Um, and they were down in and they were just kind of, you know, piloting around the area. And all of a sudden they look up. And they see these just gigantic beings. They were, they look like men, but they were giant. They were huge. And they were, they look like mermaids, mermen, but like, like soldier mermen, you know, like mermen that were like on major steroids or something. And they couldn't believe what they were seeing. They said the eyes of these things were enormous and they were, very far apart, spaced very far apart. Uh, they had scales for skin and they didn't have any kind of gear on. You know, they were just obviously creatures that live in the ocean that can breathe in the ocean. 
and they spotted these beings and they jetted themselves out of there. They were like, this is crazy. Had no idea what they had encountered. So these incidences are occurring. People are spotting these things. And, they, and like I said, that's the first one I had ever heard of where they were this big. Most of the ones that you hear about range from maybe like five feet to seven feet tall. Typically, that's what you hear of. So I pulled up some photos from online, some of which are said to be real and come from people who have had real life encounters. And some of these photos are just incredible. There's also video of one of the researchers who did an interview on national television who spoke of his encounter and he caught it on video. And it's insane. I mean, this thing is crazy. It, it shows this. It's like a white. Some people say they're whitish gray, but it looks like the body's basically white. The hand is actually put up against his um, submersible, you know, vehicle, whatever he's in. I'm not sure what he was in. You didn't really see exactly what it was, but they usually have like that bubbled glass or they've got, you know, windows or whatever inside of these, these um, vehicles that they drive, that they, you know, pedal around in, not pedal, but, you know, navigate around in under the ocean and this thing put its hand up to the wa the window, onto the window, and you can see fingers just like we have, only they were completely webbed. You caught just a glimpse of the face. The body you could see a little bit. It looked like a man's body. It was very pale. Went up to the face. The face had really dark, hollowed-out looking eyes, and it literally looked E.T.-ish. It just, it was freaky looking. <clears throat> it looked like an E.T. Um, so he went on national television, he did an interview, and he spoke about it. And he was just, like, you could see by his reaction, he was just completely flabbergasted by it. He actually asked them to roll back the video for him so he could really get a good look at it because he hadn't seen it very well. Um, but they... But they just look like demons or aliens. I mean, to be honest, they, these creatures, you know, now there could be different ones because I had had a thought, and I'll tell you about this in a moment, but there could be, you know, it might not just be one group of, of, you know, entities or creatures that are underwater. So my daughter even brought up the point that uh, this very this very well could be why dolphins and orcas especially are fond of humans. They're drawn to us naturally due to the resemblance in body structure that we have with what would be considered a mermaid or merman. So that was something I thought that was very interesting. I, I thought, wow, I never even thought about that. Maybe that's why they're so drawn to us because they've been they've been caught, you know, people have had encounters where they've seen them swimming with them and playing with them. Another story, story came to light about a fisherman who threw a crab out of his boat while um, he was docked. He was, you know, at he he had he was in the dock, whatever you call it, and um, he was you know just kind of cleaning up and sorting through fish. And he tossed this crab out, and a few moments later, the crab was tossed back into his boat, 
it, he was captured on video with this and his reaction was pretty, he was pretty tripped out. He also captured the melodious chanting and he saw a whitish gray looking body that swam by his boat, kind of knocked into it, kept bumping into it at night. And all this was caught on video and he was videotaping it because he was having encounters with stuff and he was trying to catch it on video so he could show people. And the thought I had that I was talking about with this, because the one that I had seen with the people that were, you know, the researcher that had, came, had come on TV and he was really shocked when he saw the video, um, the creature that he saw underwater was really alien looking and a thought came to me that we have UFOs and have also had reports of USFOs, which stands for Unidentified Submersible Flying Objects, or they some people call them just USOs, which are Unidentified Submersible Objects. The reason some add the flying to it is because these things are seen jetting out of the water and jetting into the sky or into space very fast in ways they move in ways that it's just not possible for us. Um, these objects are, are seen all over the world. Many generations by every culture have seen these. They're seen either going into or coming out of the water. They're identical to UFOs in appearance too. So when you see this, this video of the science researcher and the resemblance the creature caught on video is to ETs or aliens, my thought was, what if mermaids are actually ETs? What if they're actually extraterrestrials or aliens? It was just a thought I had. Or there could be two different groups. There could be ETs that are in the water that live there. Or, and there could also be mermaids as well, or maybe they're all part of the same group. I don't know. It's just a, just a theory I had just came to me, but they can live and breathe underwater as well as on land and in the space. So it's just a thought. Think about that. I mean, their ships shoot out of the ocean or lakes and jet into space. And it just seems like they're all kind of interconnected. So, so the last fisherman I had mentioned was actually harassed by the quote government or what I consider the cabal or Satan's boys. And they came to his boat to do testing after his video went up online and they later banned his profile. And a couple of weeks later, he even had two cars that hit his car and almost killed him. So it doesn't seem like it's ever very safe to report things, does it? It's pretty crazy stuff. Explorers like Christopher Columbus, John Smith, and Henry, Henry Hudson all reported seeing mermaids. It was said that Columbus probably saw manatees, manatees, I'm sorry. And he, what his response was that he knew what he saw. He had been a sea captain for many years, had seen many things, and he knew the difference between a sea creature and what he grew up knowing as mermaids. He said that he had actually really seen them. 
um, they believed the thing that I found really strange was that they believed everything that these men reported. They would come back and they would say the earth is round. They saw this, they found that, and they would believe everything that they reported until they reported something that sounded fantastical. And then they shut it down and said, no, that just can't be, you know, then all the skepticism sets in. I find that very unreal. John Smith and Henry Hudson both saw one with long black hair, fair skin, large breasts, and a purpose, a porpoise-like tail in 1608 near Russia. Columbus even wrote in his journal, in his own words, quote, On the previous day, the 8th of January, 1493, when the admiral went, admiral went to the Rio del Oro in Haiti, he said he quite distinctly saw three mermaids, which rose well out of the sea, but they are not so beautiful as they are said to be, for their faces had some masculine traits. When Columbus himself had seen mermaids, he said that they were not near as beautiful as he was told that they were. And this came from Voyages of Columbus 218. There's a photo of a mermaid in the water that brushed by a deep sea explorer, just like a human. And another one that washed up on the beach, very pale, but was beautiful. More photos of skeletons with scientists standing over them. Looks just like a human skeleton with a uh, porpoise-like tail. These are just different photos that I'm talking about that have come out that are said to be real. South Island in 2014, they caught there the a fishing boat had caught remains of a human-like skeleton that was part human, part fish. They enlisted the help of anthropologists and forensic experts to help identify the creature. They were and are to this day stumped, as were the police. From the University of Auckland, to this day, the skeleton remains as one of the real, the most realistic finds. In the, in the picture that they have of this one, it's absolutely stunning. Um, Kai Island in Indonesia, the height of World War II. This was the most documented mermaid sighting to date. The Japanese had been stationed and they put up a surveillance team on the island. Several soldiers spotted see or reported seeing several creatures with human-like features. Both hands and feet were webbed and the head had spines. And they had jagged teeth. Get this. This was on one side of their head, their face. On the flip side of the face. So this is a two-faced mermaid. The other side was a blend of human and ape-like features. Now isn't that odd when you think about Bigfoot? This is like experiments going wrong. 
So they were double, it was a double-faced mermaid. Um, and this was several of them. This wasn't just one. The teeth, like I said, were jagged. Spines on the head, too. That's pretty weird, I think. Um, they also had shoulder-length hair. And they were spotted playing in the water and even beaching themselves. The locals were all aware of them and even named them Rain Kai, which means human fish. So the, the locals were all very used to them, very aware of them. It's almost like um, if you go to, there's parts of Pennsylvania that's near Pittsburgh, um, which is pretty close to Ohio, the, the border there. There's so many dogmen sightings in Ohio, especially in the western part of Pennsylvania. So many. And there is a town there that the sightings of dogmen are so common that the locals are, are just, it's just like seeing anything else, seeing a bird, seeing a dog. There's, it's so common to them. So this is the same thing with this, this village. They had the same type of attitude with this, this mermaid or merman in Zimbabwe. The Mamba Mordu is what they called their mermaid or mermen. Their appearance in that culture is symbolized as a bad omen. In 2012, construction workers were setting up a dam and the mermaids were angry. The workers all quit and others were hired. People that these were men that had attitudes that they were not afraid and they could care less about these creatures how wrong they were. They all quit as well due to the ongoing harassment from the mermaids and mermen. Traditional leaders were called in to perform certain traditional rituals to appease the mermaids or merpeople, and it seemed to quiet things down long enough for the men to complete their work. In South Africa, they have a long history of merpeople sightings that date back thousands of years. There were numerous paintings, in fact, that were found from way back of half-human, half-fish beings. And interestingly, in the areas that these paintings were discovered, it was very dry, almost like desert-like. But after the, um, somebody had done some research, they found um, that it had been it, the whole area had been underwater at one time. So they could kind of put two and two together and understand why these paintings took place because they believed in, in the people. Back in 2012, a man and some friends were chilling out by the water and they heard a noise. When they turned to see what the noise was, all of these people saw a white-faced woman with long black hair and glowing red eyes. It was human looking until it swam away and they spotted the tail. It left them all very shaken. Kara Am Israel, a seemingly friendly mermaid sighting took place. This is one where she showed up and she would actually perform tricks for the whole town. At one point, everybody in town basically had come to see her 
She stayed for several days or weeks, I'm not sure, and she would perform tricks. And at one point, she was sunbathing on a rock, and one of the men jetted into the water to try to catch her or to get a closer look. She spotted him, and she swam away, and they never saw her again. This was over in Israel. This is all over the world, guys. Do you really believe this isn't real? How many hundreds of years, thousands of years, different cultures? How do you honestly say that you don't believe in this stuff? There's just too much. There's too many encounters, too many people. There's, it's just not, it's just not even possible that it would be made up. It's not possible. Hispanola Island was where Christopher Columbus had saw his sightings. That's in the Caribbean. There was there were quite a few sightings there. Uh, Newark Bay, Scotland. Many there's many mermaid sightings, especially in the 19th century. In 1890, a mermaid rumor had started. They even gave her a name. They called her the Dearness Mermaid. She was said to be seven feet in length with pale white skin and long black hair. She used her arms to crawl into the bay and would later slide back into the waves. She was always careful not to come too close to the beach. She disappeared after a few summers, never to be seen again. Maine Island, British Columbia, Canada. A mermaid was spotted in 1967 just chilling on the beach. I find it odd that they never see them. They don't, they don't see the male. I mean, I don't know if there's any. I haven't really gone that far into my research, but it seems to always be a female looking. But now Columbus had stated that they almost look masculine, so maybe they're a little bit of both. I don't know. Uh, the mermaid that was spotted, spotted in Canada in 1967 was blonde, topless, and at one one day she was actually spotted eating raw salmon. She was seen several times and then suddenly disappeared, never to be seen again. In I gotta pronounce these words right, so bear with me. Kaneo Marine Biology Institute in Hawaii, in the USA, a mermaid was found dead, washed up on the beach photographed she was absolutely beautiful looking this was probably the prettiest mermaid picture i've ever seen now she was she was deceased but it was a beautiful picture um she was taken to the institute in 2014 and no more info had ever been divulged about her nobody could ever get any more info uh ben becula scotland again 19th century, another sighting then. There was a woman that was out in the water harvesting seaweed. She spotted another smaller woman out in the water, and it startled her. The woman had odd features. It scared her, so she called to the men who came out and tried to catch her and call her in, and they couldn't. So some of them started just pelting her with rocks. That's that's just exactly what I would do, you know? There's a woman or a human being in the ocean, so I started throwing rocks at her. <sighs> Makes a lot of sense. So she must have succumbed to her injuries because the next day her body was washed up on shore. 
No one knows what happened afterwards to the body. There were also a couple stories that I heard about. Um, there was a fisherman, I had actually talked about this before, who was out in a boat fishing with his buddy, and suddenly he was hurled over overboard. His friend turned around just in time to see him going backwards into the water, and he jumped up and looked down, and he saw a human-like being with a tail dragging his friend underwater. His friend was never seen again. We don't know if they kill them, kill people. Do they take people somewhere? You know, can people, I mean, the myth of the mermaid is that the, the women or the sirens would fall in love with, some of them would fall in love with certain men and they would take them underwater and they would live there with them. They, they would give them the capability to breathe underwater. That's like the legend of it. Um, others, I believe they would lure men to their death. And the last story I have for you for tonight, there was one where there were several people swimming and one of their friends was spotted being dragged down by what they all believed to be a mermaid. It looked just like a mermaid, looked like a human being with a tail, just like a mermaid. It was dragging this their friend away. They saw it. They couldn't do anything about it. The guy actually started praying in his head, started kicking up a fight. Somehow he got the mermaid to release him, and he swam back up to the surface. They all jumped into their boat, and they headed out of there pretty fast. <laughs> and like I said, there's, there's so many stories about mermaids, so many stories. Um... I will check out, now that I was talking to you, I didn't really think about checking into mermen sightings. It's always associated with women, but as I'm talking to you tonight, I'm a little bit curious about there being any sightings of actual, what they look, you know, what they would look to be as men, as a, as a merman. You just don't really hear that too often. It's pretty odd, isn't it? Pretty strange that it's always a like a female type creature. Just <laughs> always giving us girls the bad rap, aren't it's just always something. So I don't know. But um I'm uh gonna be um interviewing a couple people this week, hopefully. Something always falls through with one of us. It it's just like wow. I don't know what that is. It just seems like life just has a way of getting to us. You know, they just, we always seem to have to reschedule things, but we're trying. I mean, we all talk. We just don't ever get around to doing the actual interviews. So I, um, hopefully my next interview, my next episode, it will be either with Chandler or with Robin. So I'm hoping I'm supposed to talk to Robin tomorrow night again, just a conversation, not an actual interview, but I love to report back, you know, what we talk about to you. So it should be pretty fun. So there's your mermaid episode. You guys have a wonderful night. I should be on pretty soon here. I'm, I'm Give me a few days and uh, I'll be back. You guys take care of yourself. Stay safe. Have a wonderful night or rest of your day, depending on where you are in the world. 
Take care, guys.